A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. 877-GO-LATHAM. 505 on the clock. The calendar says October 24th, 2019. It's the Midwest Farm Report. Josh Gramlin filling in for Pam Yonke. Got a lot coming up in the next 55 minutes. Reba McClone is going to be talking about grain quality. That's just moments ahead. Right around 520 a.m., I will connect live via Skype with ag meteorologist Stu Muck. We'll see what's going on today, tomorrow, and through the weekend. And then I will connect with commodity specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures Magazine and farmfutures.com. And finally, Landmark Cooperative is opening a brand new state-of-the-art dry fertilizer building in Evansville and Recently, they broke ground, and I attended the event and caught up with Landmark Services CEO Jim Dell, and you can hear that discussion around 535. Also, don't forget to head to MidwestFarmReport.com to claim your free Fabulous Farm Baby Bib, courtesy of our friends at Quick Trip as they support Wisconsin agriculture. Just click on the Quick Trip banner right on the homepage. We'll mail you a bib. You take a picture of your baby wearing that bib, email it back to us, and then we will post it on our website and our social medias. It's Josh Gramlin for the Midwest Farm Report, and Reba McClone and her story on grain quality is just two minutes ahead. Your local FS is member-owned, and that means when you buy our flagship brands like FS Envision and FS High Soy, you're actually buying seed from yourself. And you wouldn't sell yourself anything but the best, would you? In field after field, FS brands are out-yielding the competition. Talk to your local FS crop specialist about Envision corn or high soy soybean seed today. At harvest, you'll be glad you did. Envision and High Soy are available exclusively at your local FS member company. Here at Prairie Estates Genetics, we provide dairy farmers with high-quality silage minus the risks. You see, by combining our next-gen seed and next-gen forage management services, we're able to help dairy farmers improve harvest consistency, feed consistency, and milk production consistency. So why not do the same for your farm? Visit prairieestatesgenetics.com and see how you can make next year's harvest your best one yet. Prairie Estates Genetics, the future of forage is here. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. We all know what the weather's been like in Wisconsin this year from start to finish during this planting, growing, and harvesting season. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, and we have to talk about grain quality 
sometime here, don't we, Josh? Yeah, we certainly do, Scott. It's Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And as you said, we all know that it's been a tough planting season, but how have things looked now that harvest is underway? The weather hasn't been cooperative, so recognizing any ability to manage quality will certainly be very beneficial. And our very own Reba McClone has more on that. Well, it is getting to be that time of year. It is harvest season, and I am talking with Josh Grunnett, who is the senior grain merchandiser at Landmark. Josh, can you just kind of maybe give me a brief overview of how things have looked so far in harvest season? Well, harvest season's kind of off to a slow start. Uh, um, farmers have uh, um, had a had a slow and hard planting season, and uh, it's kind of led right into a, a slow start to harvest. With that slow start, what have you guys seen coming into Landmark? Um, we've seen uh, uh, just a, just a good start on soybeans, um, and soybeans uh, quality wise are, are looking pretty good. Uh, you know, a little bit uh, of moisture coming out of the field, but uh, um, folks are just trying to get some acres behind them and, and get them in. But uh, we've had a couple days of uh, of decent bean harvest uh, in between rain showers, uh, but uh, bean yields have looked good. Um, in, in a lot of fields, uh, and then the quality has also looked good. And for those yields, how much have you been seeing in around bushels per acre in general? In, anywhere between that, like, 50 and low 60 numbers are, are some of the fields that uh, uh, folks are pretty proud to talk about. Uh, um, it uh, And one of the things was uh, um, maybe there were some of the marginal acres that just didn't get planted, um, so... Basically, the yield numbers are, are pretty good because the good fields got planted. Have you seen anything in regards to corn coming in yet? We've dumped a little bit of corn, and it's it's been wet. So uh, it looks like the corn harvest season is going to be a challenge uh, all the way through. Yields have, have looked really good. Again, there, uh, if the acres got planted, uh, um, folks are pretty happy with the yields. But uh, we're going to um, struggle trying to get the, the corn out of the field and, and get it dried. But uh, um, it seems like things are going to um, continue to press on, and uh, um, we'll try to get it, uh, get it accomplished. And are most of your customers who are cho- doing anything with corn right now, are most of them chopping for corn silage or are some of the, or more of them doing for grain? Corn silage is underway. The four grain harvest um, is is just getting started. Um, again, um, some of the farmers are opting to let the corn dry down naturally in the field as opposed to put it through their dryer at a higher moisture. So um, right now it's uh, it's still out there. Are you seeing a lot of farmers looking to potentially sell crop right away or are they looking to store and hope that they'll get a better price down the road? You know, I think uh, a lot of it depends on on what their their marketing plan is and their need for for cash. Um, when you look at local yields and uh, and what the current price is, um, I think it's it equates to a pretty good season uh, for for um, production and profitability. So there's a there is a little bit of a um, they, they would be likely to sell out of the field um, just because of where price and production is here locally. And if farmers are maybe looking to store at home, what should they be keeping an eye out for based on this year's crop and what you've seen? 
Um, one of the, the main things is with the drying down the, the high moisture corn is to make sure they, they're getting their bins cored out uh, right away with uh, maybe some extra uh, foreign material or cracked corn in the, in the grain after drying it down. Uh, they should be proactive and making sure they're moving corn out of their bin to uh, uh, just monitor quality um, and uh, try to make sure that when they do bring it to town, the corn stores well. Are you anticipating that things are going to be kind of on average or on par with grain harvest numbers overall, or are you thinking they're going to be a little lower this year just because of the hard planting season? Yeah, I think uh, um, from a production standpoint for for Wisconsin, uh, um, there's still some challenges out there to get the crop out of the field and get it into the system. So I think that story is yet to be told on exactly what what our production is going to look like here locally. in, in years in the past, you've kind of already can count up what you what you might get, but uh, I think there's a lot of unknowns yet. Kind of going back to soybeans right now, you said the quality overall was looking good. Within that, though, are you seeing those numbers kind of at that same place, or is that still a story that needs to be told? Um, soybean harvest is underway, so, I mean, we feel that uh, um, if, uh, if the farmers can get the soybeans out of the field, that... Uh, um, there should be a a good bean yield for the state of Wisconsin. And are you seeing a lot of that crop kind of potentially staying on farm or are they looking to move that out? I think one of the things that farmers like to look at in the marketplace is, is what demand will look like going forward for their soybeans. And I think right now we've seen um, a brief, um, uptick in some demand for soybeans. So I think they're looking at taking advantage of that and going to sell some of the beans as they're getting harvested. And regarding a potential feeling for this year's planting and harvest, is there anything that you're kind of wishing people would recognize and remember, especially since it was such a hard year? I think the the, the main thing is is uh, just uh, recognizing the job in front of the, uh, the farmer to try to get this uh, harvest and just the whole crop year uh, um, finished off in a positive note because uh, um, it's, uh, it's, there's been a lot of difficulties and uh, I think uh, um, they're going to be happy just to, just to get it in the bin. And have you gotten a lot of feedback from farmers who've been out in the field so far? And if you have, is it a lot of this year was hard, but I'm happy with what we have? Or has it been a lot of, man, I wish just a few more things had gone a different way? Yeah, I think uh, um, if if they were able to get the acres planted, um, they're they're happy with how the growing season moved along. Um, I think they wished that the crop was more mature and, and able to dry down better. Um, but uh, they're a pretty resilient bunch, and uh, they will, they'll be able to, to press on and get it out of the field. It's just uh, a little bit more challenging this year than maybe some years in the past. And Josh, I know you said that quality overall, especially for soybeans, has been doing well. But what are your last recommendations based upon that immaturity that might be in crops or what people should be doing to really make sure that they are doing the best that they can to give themselves a quality crop, whether they are storing it at home or taking it to you to be stored? It's going to take a whole lot more drying and uh, um, just... uh folks storing grain, um, specifically corn, will have to be um, 
pay attention to um, the cracked corn, broken kernel aspect and making sure they get their bins cored out so that the corn corn stays in condition throughout the season. That was Josh Grunett, the senior grain merchandiser at Landmark Services Cooperative. And we want to thank him for taking the time in the middle of this busy season to come and talk with us. And so if you are looking at harvesting, just be aware of some of those things like the immaturity of your crops and how that could be impacting your ability to store. Just make sure you're taking the best steps to give yourself the best chance at a good crop. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Cleary Building Corp. They protect what you value. Visit clearybuilding.com to see the Cleary difference. Equity Livestock Cooperative. Marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community. And Wisconsin Farm Bureau is celebrating 100 years as the state's largest general agriculture organization. Join now at wfbf.com. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. One of the area's top producers of fresh produce continues to grow. Gums Farms is now hiring for their packing shed and field. These are seasonal, full-time, with potential full-year-round employment. If you have a passion for agriculture and want to learn from a locally-owned and seasoned producer, visit gumsfarmswi.com for an application. Gums Farms is looking for forklift operators and stackers. Find out more. Visit gumzfarmswi.com. Gums Farms. Growing for the future. As subtle as blaze orange, this is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Josh Scramlin filling in for Pam Yonke this morning on a Thursday morning, 518 on the clock. And that means it's time to connect live via Skype with ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, good morning. How's it going? Good morning, Josh. Going just fine. How about with you? You know, it's going pretty good. Uh, things in Madison, I feel like it's just been raining a lot lately. Is that going to be the story, or is it ever going to stop? It's all going to stop. Whoa. Think? Can you handle, you know, three, <laughs> almost four days of no rain? I, it's it's going to be odd for Wisconsin, but yes, I can handle it if you can. Uh, we're going to try it. I, I'm looking forward to the fact that uh, although there is a very small chance in that four-day period, it's just that a very small chance. Otherwise, the next several days ought to stay drier. There will be some sunshine. It won't be as windy as it was early this week. Boy, all of a sudden, it sounds like a little nicer fall patterns in store. We are going to stay a little bit cooler than normal the next couple of days, but we'll work in the right direction. 
slowly and surely things are going to begin to change a bit. Now low pressure is pulled east and away from Wisconsin. A frontal boundary lining up from lower Michigan, Indiana, down to southern Illinois. Nothing on radar for us to be concerned by. Oh, a few showers way over to the east, over in lower Michigan, northern lower Michigan, and otherwise way to the south. Do you hear they're talking about some snow? And there could be a couple inches of accumulation in the Oklahoma-Texas panhandle area. And there it is. There's snow in southeastern parts of Colorado and southwestern parts of Kansas this morning. That could spread a bit further south. Not our concern. In fact, what I'm anticipating is that high pressure does try to edge in. It will do a little better job of clearing skies today. There'll be more sunshine around for Friday and Saturday. And as winds become west and then southwest and south right on into Saturday, that's when that more mild air builds in and those temperatures moderate. And we put ourselves right back up in the neighborhood of normal mid-50s. That's about normal right now. And that's about where we should be Saturday and even Sunday. But a small low does edge in. And there's a reason that I'll mention Saturday night, especially southern Wisconsin and over toward the eastern part of the state. A slight chance of light rain does exist late Saturday night, just into Sunday. Otherwise, even through the day Sunday, I really expect that sun to return and we stay in that uh, near normal range in the mid-50s. We will cool a bit on toward Monday, and that's when a more organized low is going to edge on in so that late Monday night or more so into Tuesday, some rain. And yes, I'll say it now, there could be some snow. That possibility starts to show up as we look toward next Tuesday or lingering toward midweek. I'll be back with forecast details are a whole lot nicer than all that right after this. It's 3 a.m. Your home is freezing. No, it's not your furnace. It's your empty propane tank that your provider forgot to fill. Don't let this become your reality. Contact the propane experts at Insight FS. Ask them about their tank monitoring program that gives you 24-7 access to your tank levels. Insight FS also offers convenient contracting or budget billing programs. Don't get left in the cold. Let Insight FS bring the heat. Visit InsightFS.com for a propane expert near you. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. 522 on the clock. It's the Midwest Farm Report. Josh Scramlin here connecting live via Skype with ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, I had to pick myself up off the floor during the uh, commercial break. You're talking about, uh, I just heard the word snow and I, I froze up there for a second. Well, there could be some snowflakes into next week. We have to watch that system trying to develop and push on in. I mean, after all, like that little snow they may see down around the Texas and Oklahoma panhandle, we may get our little share as we move right to the end of October. But we're not quite there. And today, I really expect some okay situations. Partly sunny skies. There'll still be a few clouds, but it will brighten up pretty nice into the upper 40s. And the northwest winds only about 5 to 10, not moving you blind.
blowing you over, things like that. Partly cloudy overnight, and we fall back to about 32 around freezing or just there in that neighborhood. The northwest winds at 5. Sunny skies come Friday. Upper 40s around 50. West winds at 5. Mostly sunny Saturday. Mid-50s back to the normal level with the south winds at 5 to 10. I mentioned it late Saturday night, especially in the south, a slight chance of some rain and otherwise still sunshine, mid-50s on Sunday. Sounds like a pretty nice weekend, Josh. I think we need to flesh out the outdoor list of things we have to get done. (laughs) It's pretty much now or never, isn't it? Oh, well, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable with this kind of weather. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Stu, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning, okay? You bet. Have a great day. All right. Yep. You as well. That is Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. He joins us right around 520 every single weekday morning. Taking a look at current weather conditions right now, Shano, it's mostly cloudy and, or excuse me, mostly clear in 36, partly cloudy in 40 in Whitewater, mostly clear in 37 in Mauston, 37 and clear in Oshkosh. 35 and partly cloudy in Wausau. Continuing looking at those current weather conditions right now, it is clear and 37 in Green Bay. Lacrosse 41 and cloudy. 37 in cloudy in Eau Claire. And then finally, 36 and partly cloudy in Madison, where I am at. Go ahead and head to MidwestFarmReport.com for all those farming updates. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org MLB. Stand up with us. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Be the light. That's my motto. Hi, I'm Scott, proud employee with EverReady Electric for over 20 years. We want you. Yes, you. We're hiring for journeymen or master electricians, full-time with a hiring bonus of $1,500. Why? Well, we get that transitioning from one job to another has costs. 
and we're here to support you in a new comfort zone. Join our team and apply online or call and ask for Linda. She'll amp you up. We're ever ready. Application deadline, November 1st. Welcome to the Middleton Farmers Cooperative, powered locally since 1928. Your cooperative, serving the community with two Senex convenience stores, Do It Best Hardware Center, Feed Mill offering Vita Plus products, Agronomy Center, and Blue Dolphin Car Washes. Become a member today. Visit us on Pleasant View Road or University Avenue in Middleton or online at middletoncoop.com. Be our neighbor. Become a member. The Middleton Farmers Cooperative, your cooperative. Stop by the Do It Best Center in Middleton and check out Grandpa Ray's Outdoor Products for nutrition and food plots that are natural and innovative. Also, check out Wags Hunting Scents for the freshest whitetail scents on the market. Wags keeps it simple. Be our neighbor. Become a member. The Middleton Farmers Cooperative, your cooperative. Shop I-39 Supply in any weather. I-39 Supply's huge indoor showroom and over 200 trailers in stock. Yeti coolers, Vortex optics, and 04 outdoor hunting blinds. I-39 Supply, trailer service and more, I-39supply.com. Come on, you don't want to be in Wisconsin come January. Why don't you join me? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke, and we're headed for Costa Rica and Panama, January 4th through the 13th. What a great way to start calendar year 2020, and what a great tour to teach us more about the culture, the beauty, and the agriculture in Costa Rica and Panama. We'll fly into San Jose, Costa Rica, for the beginning of our trip, and then investigate agriculture there. That includes coffee production as well as dairy production. Of course, there's a lot of natural beauty we'll enjoy in Costa Rica, including Arenal Volcano National Park and Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Then it's on our way to Panama, where we'll literally go from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, courtesy of the canal. And we'll also get a chance to visit with the indigenous population just outside of Panama City. Find more at HolidayVacations.com, keyword camp, and view the special online video presentation. Or call 800-826-2266. Shopping at Rogan Shoes is fun. Shop great name brands and get the second pair for half price. If you don't need a second pair at the time of your purchase, just bring in your receipt at a later date to receive your discount. Rogan Shoes, Madison East and West and Janesville and Beloit. Equal value or less. Some exclusions may apply. See complete details at a store near you. But right now, Badger <laughs> Hockey is, is is playing bad, as in good. So Strobes hit Ebo and I up yesterday. He wanted a little, uh, little bad company bring us in today so strobes is for you buddy oh, i appreciate that man uh we welcome I can feel in. that through my, my yeah. toes yeah there you go rock <laughs> electric that. we welcome in associate head hockey coach uh, mark strobel badger great barry richter morning fellas morning how you guys doing uh Pretty i'm great i'm doing awesome that you guys was, riding uh, high? Hey, Alex, i'm it's exciting you know and again it's been a long time coming to have a weekend like that at the cole center and for us now, it's staying focused to do it again against Clarkson. Uh, Barry, I don't know if you saw. I mean, I'm sure you saw the rankings. Uh, this was, I think, the biggest jump since like '03. I want to say to move up 11 spots. I mean, we we figured there'd be a huge jump in the rankings after you sweep the two-time defending national champ. Did you expect as big a jump from 17 to six as we saw yesterday in the rankings? Yeah, and I, I really don't know how those rankings all shake out. I think it's too early to to do that. But I think the more uh, more important is just watching the performance. I was in Detroit uh, coaching the kids, and I just want to say a shout out to Rob. White. He is the uh, father of the 
goaltender. He listens to you guys all the time. He, he especially listens to this segment hey, right here. Yeah. So, Rob, Morning, hello, Rob. buddy. What's up, bro? So, anyways, we streamed it, and it was just we watched the game both nights, you know, all the parents, and just watching, you know, Friday night and the talent level and the excitement out there. Um, and then to come back on Saturday and play a real good, sound defensive game, you know, against a, a very top-notch team, uh, made a definite statement to the nation. Well, Strobel, let me ask you, man. It's what six to two on Friday. Yeah. What was it like seeing the offense explosion against the two-time defending national champions in Minnesota Duluth? No, it was good. I mean, we we know we kind of have that firepower, and again, to throw four lines at them, uh, I think for us was an advantage. And um, you turn a puck over against some of the guys we have, and they can make you pay and. What I really liked is that start. You know, we got out right away in the first period, and we kind of set the tone. And uh, Cole Caulfield buried one, and and I think got the crowd in it. And um, we just stuck with it. I think there, the one thing I was impressed with uh, mostly was there was no panic. And to win two different ways, that's how we're going to have to do it. You know, we we end up playing more Duluth style. It felt like an NCAA tournament game or a Frozen Four type of a game there on Saturday and uh you know we buckled down and and we blocked some shots and we tightened our defense which we hadn't in the past couple of years where we bought in and um I thought you know for for me there was no panic on the bench and guys just uh made the plays and they had to and I thought Lebedev was good and he mm-hmm. needs to be you know the other thing I visited with uh, associate head hockey coach uh, Mark Strobel Barry Richter the other thing Strobel just stood out for me I was at the game Saturday the passing man talk about just crisp like boom boom it's like when I was playing old NHL hockey man where you did the two line you know you hit the B button and you set up the one timer I mean you guys those are some good looking passing man no we can make plays and again that just it goes back to recruiting and and um, you know finding guys that can make plays and whether it's in tight areas or stretching the uh, defense on the other team and zone entries, and we practice that a lot. Uh, we, you know, things we do in practice are are, are thought out uh, for how we're going to play in the game, and and there should be second nature. And I, and I think you'll see that again continue with just us, hopefully, um, you know, spreading Clarkson, and they're going to be a lot like Duluth. They're they're uh, they're in your face. Uh, we played them last year in Clarkson in a tough box, and they beat us and. I think for us, there's a little payback there, but they're a consistent NCAA tournament team in the last few years, and we'll have a challenge on our hands. But we have to continue to focus on how we want to play and and uh, you know just staying healthy and making sure that um, we're doing what we need to do to be successful. Oh, well, Strobel, I got a question here from the Wizard, Dave oh, from Monona. Oh, oh, oh. All right, here you we go. Dave from the golf tournament? I, I know Dave. Yep. Dave Dave's says, been... que- question for Mark. Yep. And it's a good one. I vetted it before I said anything. How do you keep 18-year-old kids from reading their press clippings and realizing it's October um, and not trying to get lazy and like rest on your laurels? That's a great question. Uh, you know, especially the kids coming from the U.S. program, you know, they've already been, uh, you know, fed um, first round and, and TV and NHL network. And so for us as coaches, it's always constantly in the year just, hey, you're focused on W first, uh, going to class, making sure you're working hard every day because that, that stuff's down the road and you have to be in the moment. And uh, I think that's certainly what I, I practice and preach and remind them, again, it's it's all about team first and the individual stuff takes care of itself. But what are you doing every day to help your teammates be the best they can be? And I, I just have a W-first mentality with them all the time. And you can see it when the creep coming is coming and, you know, reporters are in there and we had the Montreal Canadiens in for a week and, you know, they're kind of all over coal already. And for, for us, you know, the kid's just trying to figure out his animal science class right now. So 
Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report, sitting behind the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk. And now let's take a look at what is happening on a Thursday. Landmark announced that it would be building a new 28,000-ton dry fertilizer building at its Evansville campus. According to a press release, the new plant will allow faster loading, resulting in shorter wait times for the tender fleet and members getting direct loads. Loading time of tender trucks and semi-trucks will be under 10 minutes versus 30 minutes in the past. And other key benefits for Landmark members include blending 250 tons per hour, receiving product at 600 tons per hour, and cost savings related to insurance, utilities, and repairs with older facilities. Not all too long ago, Landmark employees gathered at the future site of this brand new facility and broke ground. I was at that event and I had a few moments to catch up with the man leading the charge on this new building. Hi, I'm Jim Dell. I'm the CEO of Landmark Services Cooperative. Explain to me what we are all gathered here for today. What what fun stuff does Landmark have going on? Because it seems pretty cool. Yeah, Evansville is one of our main campuses and hubs for, for the company and uh, on site here already we have one of our 110 car uh, UP, Union Pacific uh, shuttle loading facilities and uh, our four million gallon uh, liquid storage fertilizer storage plant in addition to that campus to round it out and finish it up we're going to add a 28,000 ton dry fertilizer plant um, which will add about 14,000 tons of additional storage for us uh, throughout our company and uh, take us into the next uh, decade or two or three yeah Uh, tell me how this building came to be like how long ago did you guys plan this and walk me through the process of what the last I think earlier you said two years or a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, we started in earnest on this back in uh, March of 18 and uh, started laying the groundwork uh, throughout the winter. This last winter did several tours of plants that have been built in the last five years, making sure we trying to get it as right as we can uh, moving forward. And we agreed upon um, the system we wanted to and, and to have and install and and select our vendors and and uh, so through the permitting processes that have just completed now um, we're set and ready to go and and again want to extend a great big thanks to the city of Evansville and our partner there that's been a tremendous uh, partner for this uh, location for many many years since about 2000 when they first bought the, the original ground out here it was it was flat and flat and black and now we got uh, um, We'll load out somewhere between 25 and 30 trains of, of corn and beans here uh, annually. And then, um, again, we'll run about 28,000 tons of fertilizer out of here uh, at a minimum. It scared me because you said 2,000. I'm like, that was already almost 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, besides the point, you know, let's not kid ourselves. The ag economy is certainly in a downward turn. It has been for the last couple of years. But you guys are still committed to Wisconsin ag. You guys are building this, this new uh, facility here in Evansville. What type of statement do you think that makes for Landmark and the state of Wisconsin in general? Well, certainly none of this would be possible without the support of our patrons. And Landmark has a tremendous loyalty uh, within their patron base, I've been here a year and a half, and that's been the most one of the most impressive things that I've I've seen about Landmark. So going ahead and putting the investment in was not a really a, a that hard of a decision for the board. Having said all that, you don't build it just because of those things. <laughs> you know, you got to look at the efficiencies and the overall uh, what it's going to do for us long term, and it's going to allow us to bring more capacity to the communities. Uh, that we serve so we can serve more of our customers more efficiently um, and have the supply when they're ready. As the farm, our farmer base out there has gotten bigger, 
Um, their equipment's gotten bigger. They can they can plant it a lot faster than they used to be able to 20, 25 years ago. And so we need to be able to adapt and, and grow with it. So we're real excited what this is going to do for us in southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. And, and uh, glad to be here. Now let's talk about the building itself because you mentioned what it's going to be able to handle. But let's talk about all the bells and whistles. So what can you tell me about this brand new facility? Yeah, basically it's a, a bulk dry fertilizer plant. We'll handle uh, DAP, uh, uh, diammonium phosphate, um, urea, um, and potash here, uh, along with other blends, that, that micronutrients that go along with it. The main thing that it's going to do for us is allow us to be able to blend a semi-load of fertilizer in less than 10 minutes. A lot of the plants that we run out of today, it takes us up to 50 minutes to blend a semi-load of fertilizer. And uh, we need to be able to do that in a much more efficient manner like this plant will allow us to do mm-hmm. moving forward. Nice. Uh, number of jobs, impact on the local economy, and, and then what has the support been like from the local economy? You know, jobs, a couple jobs to run the plant, uh, you know, they're very efficient mm-hmm. facilities. Um, the support from the community has been, been awesome. I mean, Evansville, you couldn't ask for a better partner. And uh, they, they definitely... Um, believe in ag and ag supports them and when ag goes well the community of evansville goes well so we're an extension of all of our patrons right as landmark services cooperative and and uh we feel very good about where this is going to take the community and landmark what's the next year or so look like for construction i I didn't get a chance to talk to your construction guy today but when are you guys starting and when do you think it's going to be finished yeah we're actually hopeful to start pushing dirt tomorrow afternoon and uh, certainly Friday for sure. Um, weather, weather holding for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get on target. Our plan is to have the main structure uh, cement all done before final freeze-up this winter so we can be putting roof and rafters on throughout the winter. And then we'll come back in the spring and we'll do the tunnel ground from the railroad tracks into the b- building. Um, we'll probably do that as soon as frost is out. Our goal is to have this plant ready to roll about July 1st. Nice. Are there any other projects that are on the horizon? Obviously, this is probably the big one, or, or maybe there is something bigger, or even some of the smaller projects. What else does Landmark have cooking right now? You know, last year uh, we, we did a couple in the same location. We built a little over 2.2 million bushels of temporary grain storage um, that we utilized uh, throughout the year and increased our dumping capacity here about 20,000 bushels per hour with another dump. And that was received very well from the farmers, and, and we got full and everything like we wanted to. As we move into this next year, uh, along with this big project, we have about uh, $9 million of additional capital expenditures that we'll be doing in the various divisions, uh, trucks, um, some repair work. Um, we've got a, a, an addition to our uh, feed loadout system up in um, Cottage Grove that we're looking at. Um, that'd be about a $1.2 million addition. So, yeah, we've got things going on, and, and uh, it, it's a good time at Landmark today. Right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for your time. That was the CEO and president of Landmark Services Cooperative, Jim Dell. And from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk on a Thursday, I'm Josh Scramlin. 
You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. New Star 4795 VT Double Pro Rib features great disease tolerance. Five-time first test winner 5245 VT Double Pro Rib is a Goss Boss. And 5739 Smart Stacks Rib is a widely adapted Gladiator Hybrid. Pick the best field by field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Your local FS is member-owned, and that means when you buy our flagship brands like FS Envision and FS High Soy, you're actually buying seed from yourself. And you wouldn't sell yourself anything but the best, would you? In field after field, FS brands are out-yielding the competition. Talk to your local FS crop specialist about Envision corn or High Soy soybean seed today. At harvest, you'll be glad you did. Envision and High Soy are available exclusively at your local FS member company. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. One of the area's top producers of fresh produce continues to grow. Gums Farms is now hiring for their packing shed and field. These are seasonal, full-time, with potential full-year-round employment. If you have a passion for agriculture and want to learn from a locally-owned and seasoned producer, visit gumsfarmswi.com for an application. Gums Farms is looking for forklift operators and stackers. Find out more. Visit gumsfarmswi.com. Gums Farms. Growing for the future. It's Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report. Taking a look at your opening market numbers on a Thursday morning. Cash corn is at three eighty nine. That's up one and a quarter. New crop corn is at four and three quarters. That's up a penny. Cash beans are up two pennies at nine thirty five and three quarters of a cent. As new crop beans are sitting at nine fifty, that's up one and three quarters of a penny. Cash wheat's at five twenty two and a half. That's up one and three quarters. And new crop wheat is at five twenty seven and a half. That's up one and a half cents. And changing gears to dairy right now, butter's at two oh six. That is down three pennies. Black cheddar's at two eleven. That's up three quarters of a penny. And cheddar barrel is unchanged at 210 and a half and as for those milk prices right now november milk is at 1901 that is down nine cents and december milk is down seven cents at 1831 don't forget to head to our facebook page that's fabulous farm babe on facebook to see the latest installment of our thank a farmer video series thanks to rural mutual insurance again the latest thank a farmer video is up on our facebook page and you can find that by searching fabulous farm babe all that is made possible by rural mutual insurance as premiums paid here stay here to keep wisconsin strong i will connect with bryce nor live via skype from chicago in just a couple of minutes and for the midwest farm report i'm josh scramlin this is the farm report with pam yonke The Wise Way Flooring Watertown Fall Demo Day starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday, November 2nd. Enter for a chance to win a $500 gift certificate. Demos on the proper way to clean carpets and remove the toughest stains. Demos on how wall planks can be installed in any direction to create the ultimate accent. Demos on how design strips and borders can be combined with Carndine vinyl planks to really make a statement. The Wise Way Watertown Demo Day is Saturday, November 2nd, starting at 10 a.m. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. 
Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. So whether you're just starting out or on your way to building a legacy, we're here for you and wishing you a safe and bountiful harvest. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Josh Scramlin filling in for Pam Yonke on a Thursday morning, 548 on the clock. We do this every single Tuesday and Thursday. We are connecting live via Skype with Bryce Knorr. He is a commodity specialist with Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Bryce, good morning. How is it going? Well, uh, looking at uh, markets that are uh, trying to uh, move higher today, uh, we've been kind of going back and forth and back and forth. Hadn't made a lot of progress over the past uh, week or two. Uh, waiting for more news about just how big these crops are, as well as exports. And uh, news has been slow to come in lately, and that's what's keeping these markets uh, so choppy. Yeah, well, we got to start our conversation with China because it'd be a crime to do otherwise. But uh, what are you seeing as November is just over a week away as far as the China situation goes? Well, uh, China, the Chinese government uh, reportedly gave waivers uh, to uh, companies over there uh, to import uh, about uh, 367 million more bushels of soybeans free of tariffs. Uh, but uh, and uh, those companies may have purchased uh, a few of those soybeans, like seven million bushels. Uh, but overall, they haven't rushed in to buy, and that's because. Uh, the uh, time slots that would be involved for early in uh, 2020, uh, the price of soybeans in Brazil is cheaper than uh, our prices out of the Gulf. Uh, so the question is uh, whether or not they will follow through and buy U.S. soybeans if they have to pay more money for them. Uh, so uh, the question of uh, uh, both politics and economics going on uh, that has uh, the market wondering uh, just uh, what will happen uh, with uh, with those U.S. soybeans if our prices will indeed have to uh, go lower to uh, capture that Chinese demand. Does it seem like China is kind of him-hawing on all sorts of commodities, or is it just soybeans? Well, uh, they have purchased uh, some pork. We'll get export data out today, and uh, that will show uh, uh, just what they've done in the past week. They have been buying some uh, some soybeans and also some pork, uh, and occasionally uh, uh, a little corn 
and uh, a little wheat, uh, not really buying any uh, sorghum or uh, DDGs yet uh, or ethanol. And uh, so uh, most of the buying that would uh, take place under this first phase of the trade deal that was uh, agreed to uh, earlier, uh, really, we haven't seen uh, much of uh, indication that's taking place. Again, that could that could change when we see today's export sales numbers. Those come out at 7.30 Central Time. Connected live via Skype with Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist of Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Bryce, you guys have got your feedback from the field going on on your site, and what are growers telling you with yields during this harvest? Well, the yields seem to be uh, coming in uh, fairly, uh, fairly decent, uh, uh, although uh, down from what uh, people would hope what they've been getting the last few years when we've had above average uh, production. Uh, they're still seeing wide uh, uh, variation, uh, you, you know, uh, even in the, the same fields, neighbor to neighbor, and certainly uh, from state to state, uh, anywhere from you know, 130 bushels per acre for corn or less uh, to uh, 240 bushels. The soybean yields uh, seem to be showing uh, less variation uh, over the past week or two uh, compared uh, to the corn yields, and that may, may be because uh, farmers are just making better progress with uh, cutting those soybeans or uh, harvesting those first to avoid losses in the fields. Uh, the corn also, many places, is still pretty wet. We're talking moisture levels around 30%, so farmers are waiting for that, uh, that to dry down before they really get into it hot and heavy. Now, uh, we do have tropical moisture that will be working up uh, from the uh, uh, Delta Lower Mississippi River up through the Ohio River Valley and Eastern Corn Belt. It's going to be keeping things wet in areas where the harvest has been slow. Uh, but then next week, Wednesday, Thursday, looks like uh, we could uh, see a, a hard freeze over parts of the central and eastern Corn Belt uh, uh, where the crops haven't been hit by uh, uh, freezing weather yet. Uh, some of the forecasts are uh, still iffy on that, uh, but uh, the main U.S. weather model is calling uh, for uh, an end of the growing season. Uh, that could uh, send a few crops in uh, Michigan, Indiana, uh, and uh, Ohio, uh, and perhaps a few other states. Uh, the growing season really ended in the western Corn Belt when we had the cold weather a couple weeks ago. Now we got just about uh, under two minutes, and uh, you're mentioning all these states in the Midwest. I'm curious, how's the Midwest stacking up compared to other regions of the U.S. in terms of yields during harvest? Well, uh, the uh, the best yields uh, appear to be coming in in uh, Kansas, Nebraska, in terms of whether or not they're above average, below average. Uh, and uh, the yields tend to uh, peter out as you move uh, both uh, east and north. Of course, the growers in the uh, Dakotas have been hit by a series of problems, so they're having a tough year. Uh, and uh, as you get into the east, uh, eastern Corn Belt, Indiana, Ohio, they've uh, had to deal with, uh, uh, started out with cold weather and floods and then uh, dry weather and heat. Uh, and so they've uh, had seen pretty much everything during this growing season. Their only uh, saving grace is that uh, the frost has come later than normal. All right, Bryce, thank you so much, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. All right.
All right. Thank you so much. That is Bryce Nor, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. We connect with him live via Skype from Chicago every single Tuesday and Thursday right around 540 or 545. Hey, make sure to head to our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, taking a look at some of the uh, articles that we have recently posted. Dairy farmers to focus on feed management. We've got an article that Reba just posted. Wisconsin Corn welcomes an international trade deal. Trade team, uh, ag is represented on state climate change task force. And again, this is all on MidwestFarmReport.com. And also, while you're at it, make sure to like our Facebook page. You can find us by searching Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. It is October 24th, 2019. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Gramlin. This is the Farm.